sound wave. It's a comedy sound wave. Hey, you're listening to another hilarious episode of Comedy Soundwave. Today, I've got the one and only Dwayne McDaniel. Now listen to all the wacky stuff we come on with the Comedy Soundwave on today's episode. Oh, fuck it. Let's just Let's jump into the, the Comedy Soundwave. Hey, welcome to Comedy Soundwave. I'm Mr. Derek Magnuson, and here I am with my good buddy and guest, Dwayne. Hey, everybody, it's Dwayne. So, Dwayne, we've got, uh, this is your uh, third time on Comedy Soundwave. Yeah, this is my third time on this show. Uh, it seems like just yesterday I was here uh, talking about a short-form team uh, called Elemental Improv, and that has been replaced by a group called TBRL. Oh, interesting. Uh, and they are actually playing a couple shows coming up, and what a good segue for plugging them. <laughs> oh, right, I've got to say, uh, their next show actually is, you're producing that as well, Derek. Uh, oh, yeah, SF Barprov. SF Barprov, October oh, 4th. Almost three years uh, it's been running. You, Yeah, well, it's been over three years. Uh, it's going going on almost four, but you've been, pro- you've been a producer for almost three years. You're, weird to think that, but yeah, you have. Seems like yesterday, man. It's been time, that long already. Time flies. Wow. Time flies. This city. Time flies. But uh, Charmers Market's also playing that show, uh, yeah, as yeah. well as um, a group called Yum right. from Leela. They're tremendous. They just played Hawaii, from what I understand. Oh, yeah. At wow. least a portion of them did. And they'll just be coming in for Barprov. Uh, it's going to be great. And then also there's a, another new team as well from Endgames called uh, Community Hot Tub. I totally spaced there on that show, but yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing them. I haven't seen them yet. No, they're, they're they're so fresh. When I, I I messaged them like, "Hey, where's the the Facebook page? The plug the for you guys for your, that's like any serious improv team would have their own Facebook page, right? Of course, of course. And they didn't have one. They made one just for our show. Well, so. good. Now now we can now call they're them, on board. Now we can say they're professional. They they won't get paid. So they're technically not professional, but we can say they look professional as if someone would pay them. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like this show. Just like this show. So uh, that every Saturday night, we also have a show called The Goddamn Jam. The Goddamn Jam, right. Uh, you were a producer of that. You just stepped down a little bit ago. Yeah, recently I had that. to step down from The Goddamn Jam. Uh, and we miss and you. I, I miss you guys, too. The, Unfortunately, it was just like just so many other things were happening in my calendar. I just needed to take a break from producing that man show. of the world man of the world yes. but, uh, but that's every saturday night at 10 yeah uh, it's free it's drunk also at uh, piano fight show well. up it is chaotic short form and long form and stand-ups and it's never the same show twice no improv show is but this one really isn't the same show twice well excellent that was uh, a good drink break i'm sorry what we just took a drink break we there. all do a nice little drink break there so what are we doing on the show this week derek well we don't normally talk about politics on Comedy Soundwave. Well, let's not make an exception. So, today's an exception. Shouldn't make it. Oh, well, no, the debates were today. Yeah, the uh, presidential debates. The they have no people. way of knowing that, do they? Do, do, there, do, do people read descriptions of the show? or I, did, I always had to hit play. I don't even look at the look at the iTunes. The description for our show? Yeah, for, for the show, Comedy Soundwave? The show that they're listening to right now. Hey, you, you out there, raise your hands <laughs> if you lo- read the description. See, see now Derek? if we could see it, oh my god, they're raising all their hands. Everybody's through raising the their hands. ether sphere of the air. The ether sphere. I think he just made up a new concept, <laughs> and I love it. The ether sphere. That's where comedy Sunwave exists. This is within the ether sphere. And thumb drives. And thumb drives. But yeah, so the two people running for head honcho, the big cheese of America, mm-hmm. had their debates today. Just. Literally an hour ago. Call me old-fashioned, but a good sharp cheddar should be the head cheese. Oh, yeah, totally, right? Uh, I like a good, like, brie. I just went to Milwaukee a couple weeks ago. All right. And, Where are you telling me And I'll this? circle yeah, back right. to the politic thing. I, I swear I'm not just avoiding it, but uh, I ate probably 
10 pounds of cheese in three days. And it wasn't really by choice. Uh, mostly I try to stay dairy free. I have serious qualms with the dairy industry mm, right. uh-huh. as a whole. And I feel better. Maybe I'm lactose intolerant. I don't know. That's a lot of personal information for a podcast, but, uh, you just can't turn down deep fried cheese curds and they're everywhere, everywhere I went, like literally every party I went to every restaurant I went to people were like, you got to try our cheese curds. And they were super proud of them. It's like, it's like going to wine country and saying, no, I'll stick with vodka. <laughs> You're going to piss somebody off. Uh, Milwaukee though. Um, the Fonz, and here we come back to politics. Uh, the Fonz is like uber popular in Milwaukee. He, they have a, an, a bronze statue of the man. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Uh, I, w- I have a picture on the internet of me giving a thumbs up doing the A <laughs> beside the bronze Fonz. It's beside a closed Chinese restaurant mm-hmm, right by the right. river in downtown uh, Milwaukee. And I bring him up. Because reverse home mortgages. Reverse home mortgages. We have a banking infrastructure in this com- country that supports the like nefarious practice. It's not necessarily in and of itself a bad practice, but uh, the predatory lending practice of reverse home mortgage for old people. What, what, what are your thoughts about that, Derek? Well, that's a little beyond me. I'm not a homeowner, so I don't really... So I'm rather ignorant of how the real estate market works and this is why loan lending markets work. Yeah, exactly. This is this why, is we have why these problems. you should call the 800 number. I, I don't know what it is. You have to look it up. But Henry Winkler is apparently on a television commercial oh. about reverse home mortgages where if oh, you yeah, call, yeah. you get a free information packet and they can send you a clip on light. Well, fascinating. Uh, so. I, I just think that that is something that seriously needs addressed. We have created a world where the man who jumped a shark on the he's most popular the, show of the 70s. Of real estate? Yes. He's leading us over that same shark jump of the real estate market here in its final dying days of private property. That, I know that's a long stretch from cheese curds to the presidential failing, debate right yeah the banking industry but these are the kind of questions i would ask if i was the moderator that's my point oh yeah totally uh i was trying to follow it as best i could no right it doesn't make recording. any sense the whole the, thing. Oh, the, the lending thing practices oh i was talking about the debates oh the debates don't make any sense they, they, don't, they don't really make any sense um i i personally didn't watch them i was at the gym and proving myself good for you and listening to music uh and trying to write write down uh, musician notes in the sheet music because I have a, have a gig coming up on the first um, playing drums for a local thing. Um, I'm trying to make notes like, oh, okay, I need probably this kit or that kit I'm going to experiment with. Of, I have an electric drum kit. Um, and the people on both sides of me, on I'm running on an elliptical machine, are um, like enthralled by the debate. And I started just not finding fascinating watching their faces. Now these are people working out, so they're going to make those weird. You've all seen those faces. Those the workout work, faces. The working out faces. Where that's like where you see like there's like their the face muscles are like like wrinkle. I would describe it. Crinkling down. People look angry and they're sweating. Their faces turning red. Like I, I, does that sound? I know this is a podcast, but I'm going to make um, uh, some some voices here, and you're going to know what face I'm making. Like ooh, feel the burn, feel the burn. That's a workout face. Are the yeah? I can totally you see can that. Do it. You can yeah. do it. If you, I know you can't see this, listeners, but yes, no, Dwayne you, is making you the faces. It. You can you hear can, it in the face. It here you can hear it in the face. Especially since that was so loud, I realized I like maxed out the levels when I did that. I'm watching the. Oh, you're watching the sound levels. I'm here. watching the sound levels. Ooh. I'm, I'm literally baseball. watching the show being made. This is this is the best episode yet. <laughs> it is. Um, hey, do we still do short form or um, scene work on the show? Or we w- certainly do. Um, Occasionally, people just uh, wander in here from God knows where. Sometimes they're a resident of San Francisco. Sometimes they're not. You never know who will show up here on Comedy Soundwave. Yeah. There's that one uh, Norm MacDonald showed up on one of these, didn't he? I've Norm MacDonald? Possibly. Yeah. I wish, sure wish he'd show up now. Oh, Norm MacDonald. No, Where are you? If he ran for president, I would vote for Norm Macdonald, uh, especially if it was the Norm Macdonald from um, 
uh, Dirty Work. That's like the best character ever. Mm. I kind of feel like Donald Trump is the Norm Macdonald of this election. Knock on wood. Oh, oh. I think oh there's a the knock door. on the door. What? Hello? Who's I'll, this? I'll, 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 I'll go let him in. Hello? It's me, the Queen of England, Elizabeth. What? Elizabeth, the Queen of England, what are you doing here? I was at piano fight, and I'm looking for the ladies' loo, not the one with all the doors, the private one. Oh, wow, you've blown the cover of our show. We were recording this at piano fight. Yeah, the loo is a, it's a unisex area where there is no discrimination, discrimination against. I never was discriminatory toward anyone that was British. It's the truth. What are, what's all going on in here? What, why are you in a closet? <laughs> well, you, just, you know, the real estate here in San Francisco is quite expensive. Uh, sometimes you gotta record in places that you can just find. Okay. <laughs> so, I was watching your debates earlier on oh, the, the telly. The, you're watching the presidential debates? I w well, American I'm here in San Francisco incognito, and I, I didn't have anything else to do because I'm incognito, and it would be a big wolf wuss thing if I said I'm the queen, and they put a big, big parade. I don't want that. I'm incognito, so I, I watch the debates. I, I know. I, when you first walked in here, before you told us your name, I couldn't recognize you through your, your disguise. It's the hat. Yes, it's the... No one recognizes me without my proper hats. You've got a fedora on. Mm. Normally you have like a crown. There's no I, jewels on this fedora. Nope, certainly not. Also, you just look like a normal old lady. Also, you noticed I'm rocking my black leather motorcycle jacket club shirt. Oh, yeah. What was, what was the story with this? What are you, like part of the Hells Angels of Queens now? Ooh, ooh, I wish. I wish. The Hells Angels of a Queen rejected my my bid. The Queen of Monaco said no. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, what's the deal with you and your presidents? We just have fist fights on the floor of Parliament, and that's the end of that. <laughs> Why there's fist fights on the floor of Parliament? Every day. That's how England works. No, we tend to have uh, people standing at podiums talking to people giving vague explanations for how they're going to solve problems. There's no real... It's more of an intellectual battle instead of a physical one. I've but seen these debates. I highly doubt there's intellect involved. I was just about to say that, too. Well, I'm stealing it, your punchline. Oh, I'm the queen! You're the queen of stealing punchlines. End of a whole country. You know, I got to say, people give me a lot of shit for... For ruling England. I didn't want to. I just inherited it. It's like it's like if your grandfather leaves you a diamond mine. You just can't abandon it. It's a diamond mine. You have to mine thing. Yeah. And I was left a whole mines. country. It wasn't easy. I bet it wasn't. I mean, it's hard trying to lead a whole group, a whole country, a whole nation. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. It's, it seems better than your system here. Where we have... <laughs> uh, billionaire businessman and a corrupted senator are the two leading people to take over the country but i i like the idea that the one of them has the one with the terrible hair of building walls oh mr trump oh shit i hope we're gonna get sued oh yes he wants to build a wall it's this insane idea well, which then was surprisingly was not mentioned during the debates not at least when I was paying attention. Maybe I missed that part. Well, if there's anything we've learned in England, we got to keep you bloody Americans out. Oh, burn! It would protect Mexico from you! Oh! Oh, curses. Just got burned by the queen. Of England, no less. <laughs> well, uh... Well, I must find the loo. I was off for a reason. Well, uh, Miss uh, Queen Elizabeth... Enjoy your closet. I will. Are you, what, are you taking off now? You should stick around. We're just going to have a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back. I can't back. believe the Queen of England stopped by. I know. I mean, she, shouldn't, she shouldn't even stay around, stick around for the, what the commercial is for today's episode. I mean, I guess we'll let you, the listeners, listen to it right now. Uh, we'll be right back with more Comedy Soundwave right after this. Hey, have you got some people 
in your neighborhood that you don't want getting inside your backyard? Why not build a wall? And why not? Why stop there? Why not build a wall around the entire city that you reside in? But why stop there? Build a wall around your whole state. But why stop there? Build a wall around your whole country. But why stop there? Build a wall around the entire earth. That's the spirit. Gilgamar. Gilgamar. The the International Wall Building Company. Call today to get a free quote. I'm in advertising. You know my name is Rick. And I am really groovy. Because I am not a brick. I sit up and sell you stuff. Stuff that you don't need. Because I have one motivation, and that's massive greed. Got to pay your taxes to the government. Because you know each dollar is so very well spent. You have got to pay them, but here's a little switch. I never pay my taxes because I am so rich. Hey, cats and kittens. It's Greg Proops, and you're digging comedy Soundwave with Derek all day long. Okay, hey, you welcome back to Comedy Soundwave. Welcome back. We're pushing the limits of podcast medium. There's a joke that I told in the in the test. You you got that right? Could you could you edit in the joke that I told that at the beginning? Like, in the beginning before we started recording for real. Okay, we're gonna plug that in right here. Went on tour and he hired a Polish man to be his uh, roadie. He had oh yeah, a, really? Yeah, he had other guys working for him. He had a Czech one too. A Czech one too. And we're back. Okay, I, I, that's a, not a great version of that joke, but. Uh, it's still a clever joke. Yeah. I've learned to appreciate a clever joke in my age. Speaking of age, it's my birthday next week. Happy birthday, buddy. Dwayne? You know, I'm, I'm talking in the mic like everyone that hears this is going to know exactly who I am. Because at some level, I think that's true. I think I just know everyone after a certain point. And if I don't, then I'm very pleased to meet you. And uh, you're invited to my birthday party. It's uh, at Bender's every Saturday, every last Friday of the month at Bender's, which is 19th and South Van, De- uh, South Van S. Okay. Um, there is punk rock and schlock karaoke uh, with a lovely Eileen. And I she's been my karaoke uh, video DJ for 12-ish years now since since Annie's Social Club was a thing back in like 2004 to 2008 it was like i think those are the years anyway it was only open for a few years it's the best punk rock club in the city but she did backroom karaoke there okay uh and now she does it the last friday of the month and if you like karaoke this is the best song book in the city uh she also does it a few other places but there's something about benders because it's a dive bar um and it's a punk rock club that you know you see awesome punk rock there and there's this awesome like true to spirit punk rock karaoke Oh, wow, cool. All right. So that's where I'm celebrating my birthday. What date was that? Was, uh, my birthday is this Friday, September 30th, but I don't think this, is, is this co- podcast going to be released by then? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> okay. So uh, you were invited to my birthday party cordially, everyone that didn't hear that on time. Uh, and if you want to come back and sing with me next month, I'll probably be there. Actually, no, not in October. I'll be in uh, Seattle on, on, on work. So that's uh, this Friday, right? Uh, this Friday is my birthday. I turned 38. Happy birthday, Dwayne. I feel old. Uh, this is the first birthday I've ever had where like, I feel like, okay, I am now getting old. Yeah. Uh, up 37 even. is like, I'm still in my middle 30s. Right, yeah. 38 is definitely later 30s. Like, there is no getting around. 37 is too. Uh, but you, 37, you can fake it. Uh, 38, no. You can't fake it. No, I mean, I've certainly felt that as well, but I still have many years ahead of me. We hope. Like we hope, of course. Hope. I don't know. Unless the Trumpocalypse happens. The Trump I was just thinking that. Uh, unless the Trumpocalypse happens. Is that is that is that a website yet? 
Uh, I'm going to look at it. Is it now? If, if it's Probably not, owned by Dwayne. <laughs> if it's not, it will be owned by me by the end of this podcast. trump Um I own a lot of weird domains, and none of them have cashed in so far. Oh, actually, uh, if anybody would like to buy a set of websites, I own the domains glamourbathrooms.com, spelled both in the English and the UK. I mean, the American and the UK spellings. So one has a U in it. Glamourbathrooms.com. Glamour has a U in it? Or the yeah, pa- Glamour. Okay. Um, O-U-R is in the English spell. All right. Well, the queen could have told us that if she comes back I, I don't know. If she would have... Oh, we could have talked to her about website domains. Well, I'm sure the Queen of England understands a website. It's not like it's a email server or something. It is true. She's a lot smarter than people that are on. It, it's true. I mean, she's the freaking queen. Um, well, I mean, they don't make just anyone the queen. They make, like, the descendant of the previous king, if there's no male heir, the queen. That's specifically how that works. Uh, so far, Trumpocalypse is not bringing up a website. It's bringing up a little hashtag. Um, Damn it. But, you know, that doesn't mean anything. I don't want to put this in here. Go to my favorite domain registrar. There is, there is kind of a a pride in that as well of like coming. I f- came up with that hashtag. I was the first one to use it. Well, there's an interesting the first one to use it and then it catching on and being exactly. popular. Exactly, I've been the first person that ever used a lot of hashtags, and to date, none of them have ever trended. Mm-hmm. I mean, one was, I don't know how I'm going to ship this record home from New Orleans. Maybe. I'll send it FedEx. Oh, no, they're closed. Maybe I should carry it in my luggage, but I don't want to check bags. That was the whole hashtag. Uh, that, that, what, with that, that, whole, that whole sentence? Yeah, no that spaces? Whole, that whole sentence, no spaces. <laughs> um, I tried to um, do camel casing, so the first letter was a uh, capital letter of each word, but it just, it uh, for some reason, that specific example did not pan out. And somebody bought it, trumpocalypse.com.net.org, and... Uh, dot website or I'll take it. Uh, .io is $32 and I'm not buying it. All right. So I'd like to retract my previous statement that you were now the owner of Trumpocalypse.com. But then again, when this releases, maybe you are the owner of Trumpocalypse.com. Um, Who knows? Well, you know what? The best part about Trump um, is he's never going to go away. Uh, there's a, there is a... He ma- is 70 years old, but... He's, he should be. He's probably going to be around long enough. To Vamp- be vampires live forever. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching the strain right now. Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro um, okay, yeah. He made a TV show for FX. I think it's FX. Um, it's it's like if you made a really good three hour long vampire movie and jammed it into three seasons. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of filler um, characters I just can't care about, um, and quite. Spoiler alert uh, out there! If you're watching the strain, uh, you want to skip ahead a few minutes because um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna spill the beans right here. Um, the lead vampire is not that scary. Well, that's a letdown. Like the the actual mechanism of the vampirism is pretty in like Guillermo del Toro did this well. Okay, it's not a it's not bad. Nothing bad about it. It's better than Gotham in certain ways. Um, I'm also watching that show. You're watching Gotham. Gotham, yeah, it's a, I, I enjoy that show. Have you seen the episode yet where? Uh, Paul Rubens shows up to play the Penguin's father. Uh, that story arc is probably the strongest story arc in the whole thing, and that's a, the, that's not a great story arc either. I know I, the, the whole sh- premise for the whole show is so rude. Is, does not is not very appealing. But that little bit of pa- bringing Paul Rubens is do an old callback to the Batman Returns. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Uh, so those of you who don't know what Gotham is, Gotham is a police procedural sort of that imagines <laughs> if Bruce Wayne uh, tried to solve his parents' murder as a child <laughs> and half, roughly, half of all the villains he fights as an adult exist in his childhood world where everyone has cell phones. <laughs> that. And Cat and, and Catwoman, uh, Selena Kyle is a hoodlum teenage girl who has a crush on Bruce Wayne the whole time. Uh, they kiss in one episode, and it's just, it's just like, not good. Oh my god! It's just it's not good. It sounds anyway, terrible. Um, I can't stop watching it. It's garbage TV. Uh, it's better than a lot of things out there. And yeah, that is true. <laughs> and then there are cameos. Like sometimes things happen uh, where it's like, oh. What a clever twist on that idea. Like, the mm. Joker still hasn't shown up, thank goodness. Um, 
but uh, the Poison Ivy, uh, explaining her backstory as just you okay. know, a girl from a broken home who likes plants better than people. Like, there's something simple and, and, and good about that. She's never, she's never written well. Not in this show, not in this version. So it's like, here's a really good idea of a Batman universe. And let's just give it to terrible writers. I mean, it's very imaginative to try and extrapolate that kind of stuff off of, you know, you think of like the 60s Batman, Mm -hmm. how campy that is. It's like, ah, it's when they get you, Batman. It's all camp, but it's great. Uh, And then we cut to this show, Gotham, where it's been reimagined. As a dark police procedural that... Commissioner Gordon is the main character. Yeah, um, but he's a young police detective. He's a young detective. Right now, in series what, three, maybe four, uh, we just had uh, somebody walk by the window and oh. say, "Yes, it's bad." No, no, no. It's, 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 leave that in because he, he's right. Well, he, knew, he, he heard what we were talking about. No, he just heard what we were talking about. And he's like, "It's bad," and I had to agree with him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're exactly. all in agreement. This show's not like great. It. But anyway, uh, but Jim Gordon, uh, right now, he is a bounty hunter. What? Yeah, in season three-ish, I think, or in season three. Been thrown three, off the force or what? Uh, I wouldn't watch the show except coming back from Iceland <laughs> last year. Uh, it was the only thing that seemed halfway interesting in the little tiny selection of channels that I had, and I could watch three episodes. So, Wait, like, so you started watching this in Iceland? You said? Uh, on a plane back home from Iceland. Oh, okay. I was like, well, "What's this? I'll give it a shot because I'm on a plane. Might as well give it." And the first episode was like, "You know, it's gonna get better." And the second episode was like. It's gonna get better. And yeah. Third episode is like this is garbage, and I kind of like it. That you know that is a good point. I've like seen some garbage movies on airplanes, but since I was trapped on the airplane, I was like, well, yeah, this is kind of entertaining. Uh, and then you get hooked on it, mm-hmm. and then you end up watching the whole series and talking about it on a podcast. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, back on the vampirism bit. Uh, they're they're so as Trump's far as I can va- tell, Trump's a vampire. Is what you're Trump's saying. a vampire, uh, and he's gonna live forever. Uh, but no, seriously. After is that why he gets the suntan spray on so you repel the sunlight? Oh yeah, yeah. That is a barrier against solar radiation because that would kill him not instantly, as we learn in the season finale of the Strain. Again, spoilers. Uh, I probably should have said spoilers first. Um, they kill most vampires though. Most they're very seriously hurt by it. But uh, oh, okay, much like Doctor Who, vampires can regenerate in this particular world. Ooh, yeah, like Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who is the maybe the greatest. Uh, we should talk to the Queen about that if she comes back in. If she yeah, ever finds the loo, I haven't seen her walk past by, and I know there's not a bathroom down that way, so she'd come back any minute, or she just went outside. Uh, that is true too. But I'm um, sorry to cut you off here, but we got to take another commercial break, and we'll be right back with more comedy sound wave right after this. This fall on the CW. Hey, Mitchell, get in here. There's a burglary. I can't. I've got to get my cigarettes out of this car. You got to quit smoking. I'll quit smoking when I'm dead. She's a health conscious cop. Oh, I love this coconut water. He's a rough and tumble whiskey drinking mother bleeper. Oh, yeah, this is Jameson. This is my kind of drink of choice here. On their own, they're terrible cops. (laughs) But together... There, really bad police procedural. Really bad police procedural. Coming this fall to FX or CW, whichever for the WB if it's still around, or HBO Go. Hell, let's just put it on the Hallmark Channel. Fuck it, we'll put it on YouTube Red. Hey, welcome back to Comedy Soundwave. I'm Mr. Jack Magnuson. I'm here with the one and only Dwayne McDaniel. Dwayne McDaniel. I just have my last name, so like, if you don't know me in this voice, like up until now in the episode, About you'll have 20, no idea which Dwayne. It could be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Could have been. It could have been, but it's not. Could have been Dwayne Ray. Uh, Dwayne Live Wade. commentary from the set of Jumanji. Dose. It's Dwayne the Rock. No, we've got Dwayne McDaniel. Oh, the Rock and Jumanji. Yeah, they're doing uh, a sequel to Jumanji. They already did the Jumanji Ro- too. It was straight to video. No, one, they're, they're no, rebooting it. No one remembers it. They're rebooting it. If they don't remember it, it didn't. They're exist, making a apparently. new Jumanji. If this is news to you, they're making a new Jumanji this with is. Dwayne the. I think maybe the, I think this is maybe owned by Sony. This is what Sony is doing now. They're just making regurgitating old 
properties from the 90s and 80s. Well, it worked before. Hit or miss. It sometimes works. But anyway, this new Jumanji movie has Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jack Black, and I think that guy that was with Dwayne in the last movie he did. What's his name? Kevin Hart's in it, too. Kevin Hart. And some other lady. I forget her name. Kevin Hart is one of my favorite Hollywood people, but I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's a proficient actor, and I've never seen anything where I'm like, oh, he did bad in that. That is uh, true. I've but never I've never thought of like Kevin Hart. Oh, that's the great. It's going to be great acting in this movie. That's <laughs> I, I never think that. Um, <laughs> Chris Rock has a great joke uh, about that. Um, to, I want to paraphrase it and butcher because I'm terrible at All jokes. Right. Um, uh, but uh, Kevin Hart has taken more jobs from black men than anyone else in Hollywood because if you even half consider not taking a role, Kevin Hart has already taken it. And this is, this is, this is Chris Rock saying this, so. Um, it's in context. Perfect. Um, anyway, back uh, on my so point. I'm thinking of a salient point earlier, and we, we kept getting off track. Uh, Donald Trump's actually not going to go away, uh, right. not especially not right after the election, um, because of reality television. He well, at least is going to get a reality TV show after this. At least. Are they doing Rent? I, I was up. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I th- it sounds like they're playing. The, they're doing a rehearsal for the movie for the play rent the musical rent i did not know they were gonna put on a production of rent here i doubt they are i think this is might be a musical review bit or uh, um, one of those things where they just sing like a bunch of hit broadway songs you know why don't we do those anymore i haven't seen a broadway review show at a local theater and apparently that's what's happening over here i hope so i um this is my great hope, Derek. If I can, if I can be dead yeah, serious, this for a is what the whole point of this show is uh, to talk about indie theater uh, and uh, improv. But go ahead. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of jokey stuff, but that is my great hope: is that you know, at the end of the day, we as as individuals, as as a community, will find ways to connect and be it local right. theater, be it improv, be it stand up, be it um, uh, ballet, be it whatever it is locally. Mm-hmm. It will be people once again generating content and almost a one-on-one nature uh and that that makes makes meaningful conversation it's it's easy to be mad at um uh, at big studios producing garbage and mediocrity mm-hmm. that we we consume right and it's really easy to be mad at people on youtube because <laughs> uh, they're on youtube and they have five million hits for hitting yourself with a hammer or something um, and <laughs> yes, and there's something to be like said about that in and of itself. Um, and I guess in a global sense, like, yes, we are a community, but, uh, you're very disconnected from that person. Um, like even if I see something that kind of makes me have the feels as they say on the internets, um, I'm not connected to it. I mean, it's not there Versus, I see something on stage right in front of me and I have no choice but to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can shut down completely. I guess I could go look at my phone if I'm a jerk, uh, which I do in a lot of shows. I'll just be honest. If you oh, ever see me in a show, I'm probably I've on my seen, phone. I've seen. You're not alone. I've yeah, seen everyone's it, doing that. It's it's just it's a pro- it's well, human nature. It's just but the way it's age still the living. fact that you have to at some level engage with a live exactly. thing. Even if there. you can't be on your phone the whole time, like you you'll be self aware of it, or you're completely oblivious, and you know eventually it will catch on, or somebody will say something. Um, but that's my great hope. Like no matter what happens on this national stage, international stage, no matter what policies are set if we can um just connect as human beings in a meaningful way locally as a community then things would be okay yeah exactly i mean so often we get caught up in this like presidential election but this is like this is such a overarching thing when it like you said it is just the the community level is what we should be concerned about all politics are local that's a very old saying uh, ultimately, that's that's my great hope. But uh, Trump will either be in the White House mm-hmm. and just be a terrible president. Historically, I don't think there'll be much debate about that. Oh, it's or be, more yeah. likely, he will have a reality television show and have a three book deal and a talk circuit appearance in every major city in America and be on at least three different Fox Network shows. Uh, and probably Bloomberg even. Um, well, I certainly. I mean, if he he's going to make a zillion dollars off of this. If he doesn't win, he'll certainly be the most memorable running mate in history. Um, 
I mean, not running mate. Uh, no, well, no, no. Other well, candidate. He technically would be a, a running mate because uh, uh, Mike Pence is his uh, colleague. Uh, I heard a great interview on NPR with uh, the local um, council members, I guess, that Mike Pence came from mm-hmm. in his little sleepy town in the south. And it was very interesting because they all were very quick to immediately say, we're not racist. Uh, that that's a stereotype that uh, Mike Pence, anything you're going to say about him being racist or in keeping uh, with his judgments as a judge in uh, in the state had ever been in any way racially profiled or motivated is completely wrong. They're like immediately that's the first thing they jump to. At least that's what they put mm-hmm. in the interview. And, um, you know, I hope that's true. I really do. But they also ended the interview by saying, are you saying that you are a Trump supporter then? Mm-hmm. Which I think right. is a fair question. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was jump politics or anything like that, or um, you know whatever we call that kind of politics, or not politics, but journalism. Um, and every single person had the response of, "Well, we're with Mike, Mike Pence," and they just made it very clear that they're on Mike Pence's side, uh, mm-hmm. not Trump's. So I think that's a very interesting dynamic when your most adherent uh, supporters of your base, of your um, of your vice presidential candidate, don't support you as the presidential nominee. Well, yes, they'll certainly make it uh, the vice presidential debate interesting. I think the vice presidential debate actually stands to be more intellectually sound. Oh, yeah. And will just be a better look into actual administrative politics uh, or procedures, I should say. Um, but that's not the one that's going to get the most most views. And ultimately, we're driven by eyeballs and uh, media conglomerates. So Mike Pence is Trump's pres- vice presidential running mate? Yeah. Uh, oh, crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. Um, well. Oh, right. So, exactly, like, Pence... From what we've understood so far, what Trump said is he was going to take care of all the, what is it, federal, foreign, and domestic policies. Yeah. Like, that's everything the president does. So, really, it'll be Mike Pence being the president yeah. and Donald Trump just, just like the CEO of America, uh, if that happens. If it happens, that will, that's what it'll We're be. All, it's, um, just, it's total it's, uh, on the fence for everyone at this point. Uh, it go in either direction. And, you know, if you'd ask me, uh, a, well, if you'd ask anyone in America a year ago, um, uh, Donald Trump, it'd be like, ah, it's hilarious. Yeah, when it first happened, we all thought, like, this is hilarious. Trump's running for it president. Is. And he's, like, gotten, he's fucking, I was at the b- debate with Hillary fucking Clinton. It's incredible just how, and just to hear, hearing the questions they were getting and their solutions to it just made me just realize, like, wow, this... We've got a lot of problems, not just in this country, but for the whole world. We've got a lot of issues we have to deal with. So the um, the right. Washington Times, um, which is I think the Washington Times, anyway, one of the Times, which is <laughs> super right wing, um, uh, wrote a brilliant piece today. And I admit, for like, I, I read a lot of right wing news because I like to stay focused mm-hmm. on like, hey, how does half of America think, or at least a third of America think? Mm-hmm. Um, that think very, very strongly about it this way. Uh, they were talking about um, using fact checking as a liberal media bias tool that mm-hmm. they only fact check the things that make people look really bad on the uh, Republican side. This mm-hmm. is, they have offered no historical evidence to get for this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was an opinion piece. Um, so you can say whatever you want in opinion pieces and not have to fact check them, ironically enough. Uh, but saying that it was complete media bias, um, like pre-shadowing the fact that they know that when you actually fact check the statements tonight, Hillary has historically been mostly true uh, by a politic check and polyfax and all those wonderful tools out there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's mostly accurate in what she says on stage and in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't like her. But she's got to give her that. And if you look at all the factual statements, um, she has said they're mostly true. Trump is the other end of that spectrum. He's the most off base, 
not even in reality talking person that's oh. ever been in a presidential campaign. Um, Hillary he, mentioned that during the debate, like the Trump reality and then reality reality. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and the, the echo chamber of the right is, oh, the only things they got fact checked that were proven wrong were to make Trump look bad uh, because, the, you know, they didn't do that to Hillary. When the reality, actual reality is, well, they did fact check Hillary and she was right. Mm. She actually did her homework. Um, anyway, um, I think it, it, we're going to look back at this this podcast in uh, 2017 and be like, man, we sounded dour when it was like so friggin' obvious that he was going to lose. That's oh, the, yeah, uh, definitely. I was like, hope. Whew, wow. Uh, Remember when we thought Trump was going to become president? Just he was the Republican majority Congress, and they were just kind of. Well, I, I mean, I mean, who knows what direction they'll go if he gets elected? Because even he's not even supported at first by the Republicans. They're like he is. You know, they wanted Ted Cruz. What happens when the day of being sworn in? He's mm. not sworn in yet. Mm-hmm. Day's going to be sworn in. He just calls up and leaves a voicemail and says. Uh, I thought about it, guys, and uh, I'm too good at being in business. I'm, I'm too good at business. I can't stop being in business, so you guys figure it out. See ya. And he Beep. just abdicates the day before he takes. So after he takes it, he could abdicate, and vice presidential chain of command could take place. Mm-hmm. But with a lame duck president going out, that's never happened before in history. Um, that the day of the inauguration, I mean, even uh, William Henry Harrison was in office for four, 40 full days before he died. Uh, wow. Which is the shortest run of any president? Forty days. Uh, Forty days. That's what the song's about. Uh, William Henry Harrison, actually. Um, most people don't don't believe that. What about Zachary Taylor? Zachary Taylor Thomas, the what, dreamboat he, of the '90s what? television. No, the president, Zachary Taylor. And I was that his age in the '90s, so that's not weird to say that. Zachary um, Taylor, the president, was alive in the '90s. No, 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 no. Zachary Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. Oh. Uh, Zachary Taylor. Uh, Wait, that was his name? I thought it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh. It was Zachary Ty Bryant. Oh. Okay. I always get those two confused because... Um, they both look so alike. They Identical. They're the same person. <laughs> I've never seen them in the same place outside of that show. Hey, good point. I think we just, just solved a... We solved an age-old mystery mm. that no one was looking into. Um, but... Uh, presidential history has always been full of mudslinging. It's always been full of a lot of name calling and uh, oh yeah, yeah, just it's terrible stuff. So I don't think it's any worse than it's ever been. It's more obvious than it's ever been. Oh <laughs> fuck yeah! It's been this this day and age. Just yeah, it's been very obvious. Very obvious. Uh, hey, hey, is that is that is she coming back down the hall? Well, I mean, she might be, but we got another commercial break. So we'll be right uh, back. I'll let her in. You'll let her in, but we're going to go to commercial. We'll be right back with the Queen of England during the commercial break. Here we go. Coming this fall from Time Life Books. Were you looking for the moth areas? No, I wasn't really looking for that. Were you trying to find out about the pyramids? On the sun? I never considered that. There's pyramids What about the mole people of Czechoslovakia? No, it never crossed my mind whatsoever. Well, all of these mysteries and more are revealed in Time Life Books. Uninvestigated Mysteries. Wow! So I can pick these up at the grocery store? The first one, sure. What was this? What, what a limited print edition then? Well, you're gonna have to send in a receipt and two box tops from General Mills product so you can receive books about the time lapse photography studio that doesn't open. A box found in the middle of the Gobi <laughs> Desert. Well, I am mildly interested. I will check this out ASAP. Don't forget about the book. That fell off the shelf that one time. I won't remember that at all. How about the tax return that kept going return to sender? 
Return to sender. Oh my god. It's so forgettable. Uninvestigated Mysteries. 1995, wherever books are sold. Comedy Sandwich. And we've got the Queen of England. It's I, Queen Elizabeth of England. Well, I'm certainly glad to have you back because this is everyone's favorite part. Well, I found the loo. Oh, good. It was in the. It was all full of wires and a shelf with microphones on it. It was a very odd throne indeed, but I relieved myself and I'm here back to you. Oh, well, well, great, because this is everyone's second favorite part of Comedy Soundwave. It's a game we like to call, Would You Prefer? Would you prefer? For what? I well, Tea. I, I prefer have... tea. I win. I'm the queen. Well, damn, this is the shortest version of this game ever yes that is the correct answer queen of england the answer is t t for trump boo boo indeed i wanted a, a green gunpowder tea from the shores of india well we can get that next week here i'll be here next week i'm going to san diego what are you going to san diego for queen of sea england world SeaWorld? We don't have SeaWorld in England, and it's a shame. So well, how do we play this game, then? Well, okay. We'll play another version of it. I give you, you and Dwayne, two scenarios. And uh, you have to decide which one you would prefer. And I have all the answers. All right, Your Majesty. Are you ready to play this? Yes! All I right. will play this. We're playing a game. Yes, we're playing a game of Would You Prefer? So I have all the answers, and I will give you and Dwayne uh, the opportunity to ask me questions over which scenario you would prefer. If this was England, you'd have to let me win. Um, this is America. This is indeed America still, Queen of England. So here Still? Do you, do you want to come back? Do you, want, do you want to come back? Is that what this is all about? You want to come back to the fold world? It's not happening! Aww. Forget that, mister. I was considering it for a second, but now you've ban banished me. Um, I don't think you had the power to give America back to England, Derek. Oh, is that what I was... <laughs> I think that's what we were just talking about. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, See, Your Majesty. Good thing I'm not president, because I make bad choices like that. Anyway, so in this game of would you prefer... Here are your two options. Would you prefer to live in a world where there is no China or a world where Martians have secretly infiltrated our government? Go. Well, what would I drink my tea out of if there is no China? Ooh, excellent question there, Queen. That is a good question. I hadn't you, even thought about that. I thought you meant... The, or do you mean... The, are you specifically talking about the country China or the, the thing that you drink tea out oh, of? Oh, that does sound horrible. No, I meant uh, ch the Chinaware. Chinaware. There would be no Chinaware. Okay, that, that's... that's uh, Not the, I'll, I'll admit that's a lot less offensive. Um, I don't know why it would be offensive. This is a what-if game where we're just... Exactly. Scenarios. That, this shouldn't be offensive to anyone. I thought... Well... If, what You didn't answer my question, young man. What will I drink my tea out of if I don't have my China cups? You will be drinking it out of a ceramic pot made by Native Americans, which was imported over to England. Um, in your case, Dwayne, it would have been I, already here in America. I guess that cuts down on shipping cost. Will there be an import tax? 
Oh, yes, indeed, there will be. Well. It'll be 0.03%. That, that's not that much. And earthenware is pretty inexpensive. So I think, based on that, oh, the Martians. Oh, right. What part of Mars are they from? <laughs> They're uh, from. What? what? Did you just ask what part of Mars they were from? She, sounds like yes. It matters a great deal. <laughs> okay. They are from the underground uh, caverns of Mars in the southern hemisphere. Western or Eastern? Eastern. No! No! Any, I will drink my tea straight from the teapot boiling at a million degrees before I would agree to those obscenities being here on Earth. Um, is there is there something you'd like to tell us about uh, life on Mars, um, Your Majesty? No. No, it's a cold, dead place. Yeah, there certainly is that famous English song about it. Oh, um, Mars is a cold, dead place. It is. Nobody lives there. Nobody should go. Tommy Two Tones. Yes, I was specifically thinking of that one, and not the David Bowie song. Oh, don't bring him up. Oh, We're all sad yes. still. It was a bad year for us, but that is my answer. I would rather have a world with no more Chinaware, and I'll drink from your American pottery bonds. All right. Um, Dwayne, do you have any questions about the early stars? Uh, are we talking the Martians from, like, space invaders or, um, or, or I'm sorry, invaders from Mars, like that great Tom Jones movie? Um, I guess there's a lot of people in it, but Tom Jones is the only person I remember. Um, Was that the one where Glenn Close dies in it by Shane Lerner? Oh, Mars around. Attacks. Mars Attacks. No, it's not those. It's the ones from uh, Space Invaders. Oh man, I loved that movie. <laughs> right. I really that was one of my favorite movies when I was that age. I think it's because the whole movie is a giant fart joke. Ultimately, <laughs> um, when they uh, that's still the only part of that movie I remember. The only part to this day is uh as they're leaving the planet spoiler alert as they're leaving the planet mm -hmm. they empty the toilet um facilities to get more uh to lighten the load so their engines can go farther faster mm -hmm. and uh the field that they empty it out over produces super crops and it saves the farm of the the village that they were in and it, like makes up for all the bad they did uh it's an, it wraps up the movie nicely um but if it's those martians specifically uh, I like my dinnerware too much. I'm gonna go with Martians. Um, that is my final answer. You're a fool! You're a fool! Now hold Those on. Underground monsters will eat our heads. Hold on, hold on there, um, Queen of England. Queen, I I think there's something you're not telling us here. No. Well, uh, Mars I, is a cold, dead place. No one lives there. Nobody should go. Never investigate. All right, well, uh, I'm asking the final round of questions now for either scenario, unless you want to bypass that, uh, Queen of England. Wait, are you are you asking additional questions? Is yes, this is the final round of questioning. I don't know how this works either. You're gonna, I just, I'm just going with it. Just, just ask the question. Okay. Today. Yes, I approve. Okay, so you've got one final question, or you may skip. I accept. Okay, what is your question? Oh, you're asking me to ask you a question. Yeah, you've got one uh, final question about either scenario. Oh, um, the, whether these the American earthenware pots, right? Will they be made glazed or unglazed? Uh, interesting question. They will be unglazed. Ooh. Hmm. Slightly uncomfortable lips drinking my tea had bitten off by underground monsters from that particular region of Mars if they existed, which they don't, of course. Ha ha ha. I still go with the earthenware. Okay, and um, uh, Dwayne? I, again, I've. Uh, I used to have a roommate who made his own pottery, and some of it was. Um, or not pottery, his own plates. And the good stuff was glazed, but he had a couple unglazed plates um, that just they were hard to wash i'm gonna put it that way um but glazing 
is a really easy procedure. So I think we can get around that problem way easier than the Martian, like secretly infiltrating. But if they're secretly infiltrating, is it going to be worse than Trump? Um, so I guess my question in there is, would the presidential policies with Martian invasion be worse than the actual Trump Pence, which is still the hilarious rolls off the tongue every time I say it, Trump Pence policy? Mm. It, well, it turns out in that scenario where the Martians have infiltrated Earth society, it'll actually be the Trump-Pence presidential uh, office that would be worse than the Martians. Um, you know what? Is that, is that, was that I'm, answering your question? Yeah, or? I'm going I'm to suck it up and go with the China. I agree with the, the, the Queen of England. Uh, we could get rid of Chinaware, uh, uh, China... Um, China plates and dishes and uh, no, no, that's what that's what we yeah we could get rid of those we as, get rid long, of as, as, China, as long as the the Martians I'm, don't invade. But that took a long time. It's obvious that was the right choice the whole time because I made it first. All right. Well, All turns right, out. Oh, well, yes. It turns out the correct answer in this game of Would You Prefer was a world without China. Hooray! So what do out, I win? Uh, you that's win. That's a good question. <laughs> you won the game. You get the satisfaction of having won a game. Do I get back Connecticut? Hell no. How about just Rhode Island? Maybe. Hooray! Yes, you get, victory! You get Rhode Island. Hooray! I've won one victory for England. We both England. win Rhode Island. I don't want Rhode Island. Oh, great. Okay, it looks like Queen Elizabeth has all of Rhode Island. Hooray! I'll go plant my flag in it now. See ya, suckers! All right, bye, Queen. Wow, she was really excited about getting Rhode Island. Have you ever been to Rhode Island? No, I haven't. I haven't either. But if it's anything like it is on Family Guy, I would never think that you would want the state. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Having uh, giant chicken fights and uh, houses exploding and people getting decapitated I, I mean, all the time. Adam West is the mayor. Yes. So there's that. I mean, he's the mayor of Quahog, which is a city in Rhode Island. Um, they. But quite, yeah, we yeah. got Batman is the mayor of Rhode Island. I, I got I met Adam West once on a panel discussion, um, and then I got to actually uh, ask him a question. Uh, this is this is years ago, uh, before Family Guy got really popular. This is before they canceled it the first time. Mm. Um, and I asked him like Adam West, you were animated several times throughout your career, and I was thinking specifically of Batman and Robin. Uh, the animated series and uh, an episode of uh, Scooby-Doo and I was thinking things like that and an episode of The Simpsons at that time mm. um, where we talked about the, wa uh, the bat Tusi and Bart backs away slowly um, and I said what's your favorite time being animated he's like you know I gotta say it's a funny question because I am animated and he pushes himself back from the table lifts his hand toward or makes a fist and shakes it at the sky and says keep drawing damn you keep drawing and scoots himself back over the table and says probably probably being on family guy because it let me be the mayor <laughs> and it was just it was so calm and casual and sincere at the exact same time uh the whole room just it was a glow glowing moment uh, and it's one of my favorite mm -hmm. memories of any celebrity I ever got to interact with oh fantastic um, it's incredible. But I can't believe I got to be on a show with the Queen. That was pretty nice. I know. It's pretty dope. We've never had uh, the Queen of England on Comedy Soundwave before. I'm sure you haven't. No, I haven't. Well, uh, this brings us to the end of the show for oh, everyone's man. favorite part, plugs. Oh, I thought you were saying the end. That's a lot of people's favorite part, probably. Um, <laughs> oh, that was cruel. That was cruel. Uh, plugs. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're doing Bar Prob on the 4th. Uh, October 4th. October 4th. Hopefully uh, the 7 p.m. piano fight. Um, OC Yum, TBRL, and Charmers Market, and, and then Sat hot tub. and a Community Hot Tub. Um, do you remember the stand-up off the top of your head? Shelly Strebel. Shelly, yeah, Shelly Strebels. Um, the, don't don't quote us on that. Um, let's double check that actually after we stop recording. And then Saturday nights is the the goddamn jam every Saturday night at ten. Stand up improv short form audience participation games maybe fabulous prizes i can't guarantee the last one but i guarantee that we will have fun 
It's I don't know about you having fun, but we doing the show always have a blast. Yeah, right. And that is at 144 Taylor Street, a.k.a. Piano Fight. All um, right. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thanks for being All here, right. Dwayne. Uh, comedy Soundwave. Hey, comedy comedy Soundwave. Sound comedy Soundwave. 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 Comedy Soundwave.